0: This year at NetApp Insight, I decided to try something new. I took the podcast mobile and captured some audio from our esteemed booth employees. I wanted to get a feel for the pulse of Insight from the boots on the ground. It's like being there without having to have your badge scanned. Be sure to let us know what you think about this segment at podcast.netup.com and if you think we should repeat it at Insight Barcelona. Now, let's see what everyone was up to. Alright, I'm walking around here and I'm coming up to the booths. Hi guys, how's it going? How are you? Good. I'm just walking around the booths. So I want to see what's been going on at this event. I got Chris Luth and Scott Bell. They work for NetApp. So, Scott, what do you do at NetApp? I'm a technical marketing engineer for FAS and AFF platforms. And, Chris Luth, you've been on the podcast before. What do you do? Actually, I'm still a tech marketing engineer. You didn't change anything? Uh, unless somebody did for me and didn't tell me. Oh, okay. I thought you were, like, male model. Um, so, you've been showing off these beautiful new systems. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing at the booth? So we're getting a lot of
1: um, people coming up interested, not just about the new A800, but about some of the new capabilities we have and it it provides in terms of NVMe attached flash. So people want to hear more about it. They want to understand what it does for their business. And the thing is that we do, nobody else does, is end-to-end NVMe protocol connectivity. Uh, Some other vendors say they do. Uh, In some cases they have the host side, NVMe connectivity, in some cases they have the flash connected, NVMe uh, flash, but they don't have the end-to-end. So this is the box that does the end-to-end NVMe, and every app that comes out of the host, comes into tap, goes to
0: the media, back to ONTAP, back to the host, that's end-to-end NVMe over Function. But I read a blog that said we don't do end-to-end, that they're the only ones. Oh, and you could always believe what our competitors say about us. They have no
1: motivation to lie about us. You know, the other nice thing that might get lost otherwise is we came out with the 32-gig fiber channel adapter back in 2016. So how disruptive is it to deploy NVMe over fiber channel? If you already have the 32-gig fiber channel adapter and upgrade to ONTAP 9.4, boom, you're NVMe over fiber channel ready. And to borrow from Jeff Baxter, the way I like to state that is Introducing disruptive technology
0: non-disruptively. There you go. Nice and easy to remember. So, Scott, um, what is your pet favorite of what's coming out in this release of Montap? Oh, by far. The FlexCache offering has finally been resurrected. Synchronous SnapMirror. And a BGP protocol for virtual IP addresses. Now you got to pick one. Which one's your favorite? Mm, That's a hard choice. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the FlexCache because it has been requested for so long, and now we're finally bringing it back out for everyone to use. So you came over from support and then to the field and then as a TME. So what, um, what has been the takeaway from coming from those different organizations? What sort of differences have you seen in between each role? Great question. With each opportunity that you have, it equally pre- prepares you for the next one and you get a much wider
2: scope of vision of how the company operates rather than being one-sided in the support organization or the sales,
0: now you have a more global view of how the company operates and how you can make a difference. All right, excellent. Thanks so much, Scott. Now, let me uh, make my way over here. <laughs> this guy. My arch nemesis here, um, Steve Botkin. So I don't know if you know the, the challenging, uh, the challenge that we've had over the past few years, NAS versus SAN. Um, I think it's time to make up. I think it's time to bury the the hatchet and just accept that we are truly a multi-protocol system and that we should all just get along. What do you think, Steve Bakken? I think you got it right on the nail.
3: I think that's exactly what we need to do because we sell everything. We support everything, all the different protocols. Whether or not you're going in and talking about a SAN solution, if the customer says he wants NAS, sell them NAS.
0: So I don't know if it was because I'm just feeling extra generous, or if it's the Santa hat that you're wearing. But I think you're right. I think we really just need to like put it all behind us. Um, Steve, if we want to reach on social media, how do we do that?
3: You can reach me at San
0: Tech T E C H Arc A R C H. Stands for Santa. Why didn't you do Santa Arc or something? Come on, Steve. So, uh, what is one of the biggest questions, what's, what's one of the main questions you're getting in the booth this year? Most of it tends to be around NVMe
3: and what we're doing in the NVMe marketplace and where the industry is going dealing with NVMe and how our competitors are positioning their products and talking about how they can support all the different NVMe solutions in their environment when in reality they're only talking about their back end storage. They're not talking about actually supporting NVMe all the way from the host through a fabric into their storage. Most of them have that on their roadmap for future, but we are providing that today. We have solutions that you can actually deploy today with ONTAP 9.4, and we're improving that in 9.5 and future versions of ONTAP. How so? Well, we're making it to where we can add in what we call multi which is actually in the NVMe world is called ANA. ANA is a specification that was just approved back in March of this year. Yeah so did we work on that that spec? Uh, actually we wrote it <laughs> we wrote the whole thing and got it approved through the committee for that being supported by all the host vendors. So everybody is gonna be implementing our solution inside of their host OS.
0: Excellent. NVMe so hot this year. So thanks a lot, Steve, for joining Welcome. us on the podcast. I'm going to walk around and find some more people to bug in the booth. This guy looks like he needs to be bugged. This guy over here, Jake Thorne. Oh, he's running. Never mind. Whatever. Skip Shapiro and Dan Isaacs are over here. Uh, so, guys, what's been going on in the booth? Skip.
4: Oh, Justin. Well, you know, customers asking about tap 9.5, what's, what's new and how it can help them. So that's um, great talking to them about that.
0: So, if you had to pick one on tap 9.5 feature that you liked the most or that made you the happiest, what would that be?
4: Ooh, it's hard to choose one. Um, I, I think I've uh, got one. we've had customers asking for synchronous replication for many years. You know, some of those customers used it in seven mode, so that's uh, pretty good. The other feature customers have asked for for a long time that we haven't had in, in C. before is Flex Cache.
0: Well, we had it kind of. It was like sure. seven mode. It was like a Frankenstein, but yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. You didn't have a native in the cluster. You couldn't. uh, It it was clumsy. Let's put it it that way. So I think those are the two things that uh, I've gotten good feedback from customers on.
0: All right. And I'm not going to bother asking your social media handle because we all know that story. Uh,
4: It's it's, it's chiseled in a rock. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Skip wrote the commandments. Uh, So... Dan Isaacs is also here Dan Isaacs You can find him At Dan Isaacs on Twitter Dan you said You had a favorite feature What is it?
5: Oh without question The uh, NA support For handling multiple paths Managing multiple paths For uh, NVMe over fiber channel
0: Yeah we just talked to Steve About that He, he likes that one too But yes. um, basically We wrote the Helped write the standard Is what I understand Yes,
5: yes we did uh, Working with our, our Very good friends at Broadcom
0: If that's not innovation I don't know what is I don't know We should write a blog about it. It's not
4: just innovation. It's leadership and industry leadership because we wrote the spec. We got it through the standards committee.
0: That's right. We own it. All right, guys. I'm going to walk around some more. We we helped develop the standard. No, we own it. Okay, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Publicly available. You're right. Whatever. I'm going to walk around some more and find some more uh, stories. And and this behind the scenes will include a shot of your hair. It absolutely will. It always will. All right, guys. Thanks. Okay, let's walk around here. Oh, there's there's somebody, he's talking to a customer. We're not gonna bother him. Let's see over here. All right, how you doing? How's it going? Talking to more customers. Okay, E-Series. Akash is over here with E-Series. Akash. How's it been going over here in the booth? It's been good. Um, A little slow right now, but the last couple of days was great. So Akash Gupta is uh, working with the E-Series booth. How do we find you on social media if we like?
6: So you can, idly you can find me on Twitter, but I don't follow it that much, but you can reach out to me on email.
0: Okay. Right? Todd Edwards is here too. Yeah. Should we bring him over too? Yeah, be could. All right, Todd, come on over. How's it going, Todd? Hey, Justin. How you doing, All right. Going, so Akash and Todd are both manning the E-Series booth. So um, guys, what's new for E-Series here?
6: So uh, Todd had a session on ESOES 101 and what's new with ESOEs. This year we didn't have a lot of new, we didn't have hardware, but we had a lot of software enhancement. Um, we came out with unified manager, which you can use to manage multiple ESOE systems. Um, we had a lot of improvement on the security end. Uh, we got a common uh, criteria certification done. Um, Todd did the session, so I probably think he yeah, can add not, more details.
0: Yeah,
6: let's just talk to Todd here. Another protocol for NVMe, so
7: now we support NVMe over Rocky, which is our RDMA over converged Ethernet. So, so that's a big one for a high-end platform, You know, very reliably sub 100 microsecond latencies. Um, we're continuing to develop in that, that NVMe space. Uh, we also added the faster host interfaces to the 2800 entry-level product. So now we have 32-gig FC and 25-gig iSCSI on that entry-level product. So it's, uh, it, you know, it gives us a lot of flexibility, allows us to get into the data center, you know, regardless of what investment you've made. If you're still 10-gig, we're great there. If you're, you're going faster, then, then
0: we fit right in. So how many platforms at NetApp use Rocky? Uh, Just just the E-Series. Just the E-Series. If you want Rocky, you got to go E-Series, right?
7: Yeah, yeah, the 5700 or the EF570. All right. We also have an interesting one for security um, um, certification. We made the common criteria certification just last week. And so we're now listed on the Canadian certification site. we have submitted to the U.S. We should have that in the, the next several weeks as well. And so we're the first product line at NetApp to achieve common criteria security. Um, certification as well. So, you know, we really have, have picked their game up in terms of uh, RBAC, LDAP, uh, secure, uh, security certificates, all, all of that stuff built into the product and also built into the new unified manager interface, same as the individual array
0: management. Excellent. So, when customers are coming up, what sort of use cases are they talking about having with their E Series?
7: Uh, well, you know, uh, video surveillance is is huge force. Uh, that's a, a just, our world needs more of that. Uh, it's, it's proven that that's, that's what the world needs, and, and it's moving that way. It's a you know, super huge market, and, and e is a great product. But of course, the backup space is, is a core strength for us. But you know, we also have high performance. So you know, if you're in the supercomputer space and, and the customer has made maybe an IB investment in their supercomputer environment, Uh, E-Series is is the way to go to fit within that infrastructure and and bolt right in uh, and have the performance and reliability that they need to to do that advanced uh, advanced, uh, scientific research and those kinds of things.
0: So when you said supercomputer, all I could think about was that old song when I was a kid. The supercomputer and Mr. Chips. Yes. Yeah, so that's going to be in my head all day. Thank you.
7: Yeah. Try to get another one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, guys, I'm going to go walk around some more. Thank you so much for telling us all about what's going on with the E-Series. I'll see you guys soon. So, yep. All right. Still walking. Let's see what else is going on here. Who wants to be bothered by the Tech on Tap podcast? Oh man, these guys are all so busy. It's like the last day. Goodness. Hmm. Let's see, oh there's the up on up, guys. They're not doing anything, they're just on their phones. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm with the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parise. All right. So uh, I want to understand what you guys are doing here with NetApp on NetApp in the booth and what sort of interest is being generated. So uh, if you, you could tell us who you are and what you do here at NetApp
6: and how to reach you on social media. All right, so my name is Rajesh Trian. I'm the Chief Enterprise Architect at NetApp. And at uh, this booth, we talk about how we use the NetApp solutions to solve real business issues. And uh, we connect uh, the we connect to ground reality to a lot of customers. So we talk all the way from our cloud journey, which is appealing to a lot of people. At the same time, uh, we talk about what was our process around reaching the cloud maturity to. So a we, we, lot of conversations are centered around that. Uh, we get varied uh, kinds of uh, uh, customers walking through. Uh, storage admin who are interested around, how do you configure HCI and those kind of solutions. And then we've got um, VPs of infrastructure and business application who are asking about, how did you move a certain application? What does that journey look like? How did you show the value of cloud? So it's all kinds of interesting conversation. So we are able to generate a lot of buzz around how NetApp is using its own product for delivering value. Yeah, and really what it comes down to is, you know, people come up
0: here and they realize that we are confident enough in our strategy and our product to yeah. use it ourselves.
6: And that's really important, I think, to some people. Yep, yep. I think, I think that's a big uh, confidence uh, uh, boosting factor is when they see that, hey, these are not just a bunch of like talking points, here's an IT they're trying to solve similar problems that they are also facing so we are able to connect them at that level so it makes them more real yeah we're not like this kingdom where the king
0: makes his uh, subjects eat the food first to make sure it's not poisoned yep we're going we're gonna to go ahead and dive right in and we yep. know it's going to be good yep C- completely agree alright alright nice. thank you so much I'm going to walk around some more find some more people thanks All right. appreciate it alright let's see oh AI no AI powered predictive analytics up, Net- Net- Active IQ what is this I have never heard of this before. Can you tell me more, Ross Ackerman? How's it going? How's the booth going? What are you guys doing here?
2: Hey, Justin. Yeah, the booth's going well at the uh, NetApp Active IQ analytics booth, a lot of excitement about some of the predictive analytics we're providing. You know, we really focus on some of the system health. proactively avoiding risks before they become a real-time issue for the customers what we focus so on. is that important well it seems that you know customers really want to have their storage online and up why yeah read write data is important so some of the risks we provide is, is you know
0: keeping you out of the gutter basically is what we like to think so you mentioned predictive analytics <laughs> How are you doing that? I mean, are you just guessing or is there actually something that you're doing behind the scenes to help this actually work? Well, what we like to, what we've kind of coined and maybe
2: trademarked is something we call community wisdom. And so there's hundreds of thousands of data fabric endpoints sending auto support data. And from that kind of diversity of usage, we analyze and look for trends. We find patterns and, you know, through different data science techniques, we see those patterns and trends, and that, that kind of gives us the prediction of what's going to happen. Some of it, you know, some of the risks we identify is definitely from our developers and QAs and support engineers with the expert systems, but a lot of it is, you know, we learn from data science of, hey, an outage happened, why did it happen? Now the data tells us this, so we make sure other folks become aware of it.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's interesting because we've had this, you know, decades of information that's come in, so we're able to leverage the auto support But really what it comes down to is you're no longer relying on tribal knowledge. And if a guy leaves the company, you know, there goes that knowledge. But if you have data science and AI, it's always going to be there and you're able to use it to its most effective capability. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree. I like that summary. That's good. Cool. Good. Good summary. Thanks. All right. So um, I'm sure we'll be hearing more from you later on in the podcast in the future. Talking about AI and Active IQ, unless that's it. I mean, that's that's all you're doing, right?
2: No, no. Love to love to come together. Uh, you know, bring with us. Uh, we'll bring Marty Mayer, uh, product manager, product management director of Active IQ. He's got some really exciting stuff coming down the line. I work closely with him, so uh, I think
0: Marty and I could be on a podcast soon. All right, excellent. Thanks so much, Ross. If you want to find Ross, he's at the Ross Ackerman on Twitter. Thanks, guys and gals. All right, walking around some more finding more sub- suckers I mean subjects to talk to me oh my goodness I've heard of this the Answer Okay. CPOC right. park <gasps> Justin Friese hi hi guys I've I, come over to talk to you and interview you about the C-Park. me? no anyway all I, I, of you I, I, all of you I don't care who talks you know, that, that saying best of C-Park" is kind of a misnomer because it's like the greatest CIPOC's hits already the best. it's like the greatest hits you should have called it greatest hits <laughs> the best CPOC's greatest Weird. hits so uh, what is going on in this booth I mean what are we doing here What's, what's, so Yvonne, right. Yvonne Yvonne come over here Yvonne.
8: We're just you know, trying just to drum us. up some business you know, for CPOC we can help you help your customer and we can help you sell
0: so let's start over here what is CPOC what is it
8: CPOC customer proof of concept And we have a lab full of gear. If we sell it, we have it. And we can do a custom build for you and show your customer whatever it is they need to see. So they will buy it.
0: So does this cost anything for me to use the CPOC?
8: Nope. They're funded by the sales organization. It's all paid for.
0: Excellent. So I can basically take an application I run in my environment, and rather than trying to guess if it's going to work, I can bring it to the CPOC, set it up, and pretty much bang away at it without having to worry about production, right?
8: Exactly. Exactly. We will build it for you custom from scratch, doesn't take us long, depending on what it is and how much gear it is, but usually, you know, an AFF I can set up in an hour.
0: So this is best of CPOC, is this basically like the best CPOCs you've ever had, like the best results you've gotten, you know, all the greatest hits, is that what this is?
8: Yes, all the greatest hits, the most interesting setups we ever had, a lot of HCI, SolidFire, E-Series Cloud, we do cloud demos.
0: So what's your favorite one that's been in this display? I know, I know you don't want to pick one because it's like picking your favorite kid. I know. What's your favorite one?
8: That's hard to tell. Probably the ones I built.
0: So which one have you built?
8: I have done across the board in our portfolio everything we have.
0: All right. For except for Cloud. Except for Cloud. All right. Because
8: an architect put that together and shipped it off somewhere else. So.
0: Okay. So what's what's the customer feedback been in this booth?
8: We haven't had much customer feedback, but we did have some SE feedback, people that just find out about us now and said, where were you all this time we need you? It's way easier to do it in our lab if we build it than for them to ship it to a customer site and have them build it and find the power and the cooling and the networking. We have all that set up, all in one lab.
0: All right. And this lab's an RTP, right?
8: It is an RTP.
0: That's where I live. Yes. So, Yvonne, uh, if we want to reach you on social media, how do we do that?
8: Um, that would be my Twitter handle.
0: CPOC, HBIC? (laughs) H-B-I-C. Underscore H-B-I-C.
8: Underscore H-B-I-C.
0: Yeah, okay, so CPOC underscore H-B-I-C if you want to reach out to Yvonne and learn more about the Customer Proof of Concept Labs. Yvonne, thank you. Thank you, Justin. All right, I'm going to walk around some more. Bother some more people hard at work. Let's see what else is going on here in the booths at NetApp Insight in the last day. Ah, uh, we got. Let's see what's going on. Technical support center. They're busy. HCI is very busy. People are very interested in that. Let's see what's going on over here. Is this HCI? Is this the actual HCI that we can sell to customers? Yep. This is HCI. All right. Excellent. I am Justin Parisi. I'm. Hey, Justin. Tech on Tap podcast. Yeah. And I am walking around the booths. I
5: recognize you with the
0: hat. Well, I mean, it's not a hat. It's my hair, natural hair, hairdo. Your natural my hair. My natural hair color. Um, so I'm walking around just bothering people at the booths because I want to know what's going on and it, what people are doing here. So this is the HCI booth. What has been the reception in general as people have come through?
5: So I think it's been a really good week for us. Uh, we've had a lot of questions, and I think having the hardware, especially our new H610C nodes with the NVIDIA graphics cards, I think that's definitely turned a lot of heads for folks that have, have made them stop and ask what we're up to and give us a chance to talk about some of the new products we're rolling out.
0: All right. So I didn't actually ask you who you were and what you do here at NetApp. So let's go ahead and do that. So so it says Dean Stedman. So, Dean, hi, I'm Justin. Justin. What do you do here at NetApp? How do we reach you on social media?
5: So I'm uh, Dean Stedman. I'm a product manager on the HCI team. And you can find me on LinkedIn. And uh, happy to talk to folks about what we're doing on, on NetApp HCI excellent so have you been presenting any sessions here yeah so i've done uh three sessions on uh, hci as a solution and then i've also been on a handful of uh, birds of feather panels this week
0: all right so i see some yellow things in here these batteries what are those batteries
5: those are super caps so on a storage node uh, we've got NV dims inside our storage nodes now so the super caps just give us uh, redundant power for those uh just so we can have good high availability
0: I see a lot of uh, RAM in there. There How much RAM is in this thing?
5: Um, You know, that's a really good question. I honestly don't know. Our storage nodes are all pre-configured for a certain amount of IOPS so they have exactly the, uh, enough CPU and exactly enough RAM to deliver 100,000 IOPS in a 1U platform.
0: So. so if I wanted to, say, add more RAM to this situation
5: and didn't want to add more storage, is that possible? Not to a storage node, so, but if you think about it from a compute node perspective is where you want to have that flexibility, so that's where you would just plug in a brand new compute node, and that compute node is going to give you more CPU resources and more RAM resources.
0: I was playing useful idiot.
5: Okay, that's all right. I,
0: cool. <laughs> I knew that. I wanted you to. I want to set I, you up. I, I want to make I'm, you look good.
5: I'm happy to play the straight man.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right, cool. Now this is, looks very impressive. Um, I'm gonna walk around some more and try to find some more people to talk to and see how they're doing. Thanks a lot so much, Dean. Nice meeting you. Nice, Have likewise. Yeah, good you too. Takes. Thanks. All right, let's see what's going on here. All right, let's see who else I can grab and talk to about what's going on. I might just mosey on over, let's see. Cloud Central looks like it's busy. Uh, people are interested in the cloud. Uh, let's see. There's lots of people busy here. It's on the last day. So, oh, wait a minute. I see something interesting over here. Something we have not talked enough about. We're going to talk about NetApp University. So I'm going to go over here. Hey, Jeff. Hey. do you know about NetApp i I'm going to ask you about it here. Who who, me? Yeah. Why? (laughs) So I am walking around the floor, interviewing people that are in the booths, trying to understand exactly what they're doing here, what's going on, what sort of conversations they're having. And I saw that we have not talked about the NetApp University booth yet, so we're gonna do that. So who would like to talk about? Would you like to talk about that? talk together all right so first we're going to introduce you so Banu uh, could you introduce yourself and what you do here at NetApp and if you have a social media handle go ahead and tell us that
9: I am a a global training instructor with NetApp U and I uh, train partners customers and uh, our SEs and uh, customer support and uh, my twitter handle is at Banu Sundar and I'm on LinkedIn
0: all right. And uh, you are Stacy Dersham. Yep. Did I say that right?
10: You did. I'm Stacy Dersham. I'm the Product Portfolio Manager for ONTAP for NetApp University. So I help develop new courseware as each release of ONTAP rolls out. I work with the product teams, and we come out with the newest learnings for ONTAP.
0: So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that with the new Cadence model of six months, that has made you much busier.
10: Much busier than the Cadence before, but yet... We're not cloud cadence, at least, so we're not on that speedier cloud <laughs> You'd never thing. Be able to keep up. So I'm pretty happy to be on the, the on tap cadence of every six months, but the bigger, the 9.5 size releases keep us extremely busy getting that courseware out there in a timely manner.
0: So what sort of things are you showing off here at the booth, and you know what sort of interesting conversations are you having?
10: most excited about just making sure that all of our constituencies, partners, customers, and employees know about our courseware, but more importantly also knowing about our certifications, the cloud architect certification which is new this year, but making sure that people know that there's digital certification and digital badging that becomes their virtual resume and we want to make sure that folks know the capabilities that NetApp has for that. They can test here for free during the convention and we want to make sure that everyone's aware.
0: Yeah, so that's an interesting little life hack. So when you buy uh, a pass to NetApp uh, Insight, you can do free certification tests. So if you buy them separately, you might be paying almost as much with all the training and everything along with it. So it's actually pretty cost effective if you're coming here to get your certification. Some people actually come here just to get their certifications.
10: Absolutely. That's going on. There There are lines or have been lines, but right now we've got openings. If anyone wants to go test right now, it's available.
0: I've actually got a test scheduled later today. Let's see if I I can pass. So, uh, Banu, what goes into creating the test?
9: So, we go through a process uh, and we do something called IDW, where there's a lot of people that are uh, SMEs in the area, uh, get together uh, for a week and um, uh, go uh, write questions. And these questions get vetted. And um, uh, then we review those questions with everybody to make sure that it is um, on target with the topic that is being covered and it is written, the test, uh, the, the questions are written well and the answers um, are accurate uh, out of the options that are given. And um, And then it goes through a process of editorial before it actually gets published into a test. So it's a pretty thorough process that goes on for a week.
0: Yeah, and um, actually, some of the NetApp A team participates in this, I've noticed. So, the Scott Gelbs and the Rory McBrides of the world are doing this, as well as Steve Botkin, he's always involved. Um, yeah, he's always got his hands in there working on the tests. So, all right, Stacy, Bonnie, thanks so much for joining us. I'm going to go bug other people now. Thank you, so much, Thank Jesse. you. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. Walking, walking, walking around. See what's going on over here. Looks like they're having some conversations about data protection. Yeah,
11: that's, uh, yeah. Mm. gotta back it up. Yeah, I
0: gotta back it up. Are you working the booth, or are you just listening? All the above. Okay, so I am walking around and bothering people to ask them about the booth and what they're doing and what kind of conversations they're having. So I think data protection is a good place to stop because. Sometimes people just need to know how to back up their stuff, not just to back it up, but also have a high availability with things like Metro Cluster. So who are you? What do you do here at NetApp? And how do we reach you on social media? I am Kevin Hasko. I'm a solution architect that covers data protection based out of Dallas. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, the Backup Ninja. Backup Ninja. So do you actually just sneak into data centers and back things up, and then you That's sneak out undetected? Un- absolutely. That's pretty good. That's a good role to have. <laughs> everyone needs a Backup Ninja. Yeah, everyone does. So... I, there's a lot of stuff in ONTET 9.5 that's being released that relates to data protection. What's been some of the buzziest stuff you've seen people talk about here? Endaz. Everyone wants to know about Endaz. What is it? How does it work? Where can I use it? So, starting first off, what does Endaz mean? NetApp Data Availability Services. Okay, I'll just say NDAS, that's a mouthful. So, um, what is it? What does it do? Uh, think of it as edge to quarter cloud. Uh, it can be deployed from Amazon and it's going to manage your replication from your primary system, your secondary system. And then up to cloud.
7: Yeah.
0: I mean, if it's being deployed from cloud, it's technically cloud to edge to cloud, right? Uh, well, the orchestration occurs from cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a proxy in there on 9.5, right? So what's great about this is you can snap mirror from a source system that, and it doesn't have to be 9.5 because we have oh, independent it can be 9.3. snap mirror. You 9.3 if you want, and you can replicate to a 9.5 system. What's in that system that makes it able to talk to the Indez? Okay. From which point? So when I've replicated from source to destination, there's a destination system that's on 9.5. Yep. What's new in 9.5 that makes me able to replicate to cloud? Uh, the fact that you've got, got the orchestration. Proxy, the end as oh, proxy. They mentioned the proxy. The end as proxy. What else do we have? I try. I set it up for you, man. <laughs> Come on, backup ninja. Uh, oh, from the search capability. Everything. Tell me about it all. Oh, well,
7: you've got the beauty of Elasticsearch as well. So you can, you've can, you got an index of all your snapshots. So you want to look up a file. Yes, you want to restore a single file, multiple files, you know, a LUN, a volume.
0: You can do all of it. All right, yeah. So you know, and, and it rests in an object store. It does. So it, it acts like an object store, and you get that search capability for faster backups and restores, right? Essentially, right? Absolutely. And you know, you have the proxy. And how does it make its way to the cloud? Is it is it SnapMirror, or is it something magical like unicorn dust, or what is magical it? Magical unicorn dust. Uh, okay, well that's that's that's, I guess, comforting. <laughs> Built on magic. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you, it's cloud cloud APIs, cloud cl- copy to cloud APIs, right? Yes. Yes. It's not a secret. Oh, be but secretive. Come on. Magic, magical unicorn dust Come sound on. So it makes people nervous. They oh. want magic. So another feature functionality for the data protection piece I, I've heard a lot about is, I'm gonna do this on purpose to make to see if Chris Winter perks up. Synchronous Snap Mirror. Can you tell me all about synchronous Snap Mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Snap Mirror Synchronous. Oh. That was for you. Oh, yeah, you. That was just—I yeah. was trying to make you perk up there. So Chris Winter is here. Chris Winter, what do you do here at NetApp?
11: So I'm the product manager for some data protection products, which include SnapMirror Synchronous, which is very popular at this moment. Uh, so, SnapMirror Asynchronous, Synchronous, SnapLock, and a few other products like that.
0: So, SnapMirror Synchronous has been one of the new releases, and it's been asked for, for quite a while. So, if you could give me a little bit of information about what it can do, and what sort of uh, functionality it has in the first release.
11: Yeah, so the first release is going to support uh, three protocols, Fibre Channel, iSCSI and NFS v3. We'll support that on any shipping platform, whether it's FAS, AFF or Select. Uh, The beauty of SnapMirror Synchronous is that no new hardware needs to be purchased. It will run on existing systems that have at least 16 gig of memory. Um, there's no additional hardware, software, or networking required. It will work on whatever networks you have, as long as the round-trip time is less than 10 milliseconds, which is around about 150 kilometers.
0: Okay, excellent. So you have support for NFS, uh, Fiber Channel, and iSCSI. I noticed that conspicuously missing are stateful protocols of SIFS, SMB, and uh, NFS v4 if you could give us just a brief rundown of why, we might not be supporting those yet.
11: Yeah, it's very, very simple. We have a six month uh, uh, development cycle currently, a release cycle of six months. We can't do everything in a six month development cycle. So we have to make priority decisions on what to deliver and when. The decision was made that we would deliver SIFS and NFS v4 and incidentally also SIFS uh, NFS um, um uh, combined protocol volumes
0: in the follow-up release. So essentially, what I'm understanding is it might be a, a, a tad harder problem to solve to do the locking mechanisms and statefulness of the protocol. So we went with what may be a little easier to work with, right?
11: No, it's actually already been developed. Um, that was a very good job done, and we just didn't have time to do the uh, the testing and the QA.
0: Well, that is fantastic to hear. So Chris, um, out of all the releases or the, all the features in ONTAP 9.5, What's kind of been your your baby, right? What's been what's been your favorite? I know it's like picking your favorite kid, but what do you like the most that's come in this release?
11: Well, obviously, SnapMirror Synchronous is very powerful because it's something that we've been waiting for for seven years, and a lot of people are going to be very happy about that. But also, SnapLock, there's some new functionality in SnapLock or some new use cases in SnapLock, which are incredibly powerful, which include protection against rogue administrators and ransomware and specifically even the ability to protect competitors' storage systems against rogue admins and ransomware. How do we do that? Well, it's very simple. You take an example. You have an EMC uh, VMAX cluster. You take you take Veeam and copy the virtual machines onto a, an AFF system and then put it into SnapLock.
0: That's sneaky. That's a good way to get us on a net app, right? Like, hey, you want to truly protect your data? Come to us.
11: Absolutely. And that's not only EMC. It's any competitor's storage. You, you get the data onto our boxes and we can protect it against any external attacks.
0: That's pretty interesting. It's like the Hotel California. You can check out, but you can never leave. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we, we won't talk about the stench though. Uh, there's no stench on the NetApps here. We're, we're doing uh, everything good here. It's all smelling like roses. Now, one thing that I like that came about, is, and I just found this out the other day after I'd already made my presentation, and I did the metric cluster of our IP slides. I'm like, yeah, we're doing 300 kilometers. That's awesome. And then I run into a Mitch Shaw, who's one of our uh, product managers in, in ONTAP, and he said, oh, did you hear? And I said, what? And so I heard there's 700 kilometers in metric cluster So that is very interesting for a metric cluster over IP. That's even more distance than you get out of metric cluster fiber channel. All right, Chris, thank you so, so much. So, yes. So by the way, s- SnapMirror Asynchronous will do hundreds of thousands of kilometers. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of kilometers? No. Absolutely. You told me round-trip time has to be 10 milliseconds.
11: Oh, snap-mirror asynchronous.
0: Oh, asynchronous. I missed that. Okay. So, yeah, you're right. Asynchronous can... We well, could snap-mirror to the moon if we wanted to. We absolutely could. Do it regularly. It would take a long time. <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks so much. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much for helping me out here with the data protection. I'm going to walk around some more, find some more people here to talk to and bother. All right.
5: Let's
0: see... Kosh is sitting down, lame. <laughs> All right, I think, I think that's about it. I mean, there's everybody else is busy and we've got a lot of good content here, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I think what I'll do is I'll go to the information booth here because I need some information. Hi, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Good. recording? I am recording. I'm walking around the floor and uh, bothering people who don't look very busy, Katie and Yuan. I'm just kidding. I know you've been very busy. You've been very helpful to people. This is the information booth. I wanted to wrap it all up here because this is where everybody's going to get their information about the event. So, you have the Hardware Universe posters here. Are these new?
5: Yes. These
0: are the newest ones for 2018 and 2019. All right. And, that, and you are Katie Andres. And how do we find you on social media, Katie? At um, KT underscore Andres. Is that Andres 15 dress 15? yeah what's the 15 for that's a great question i asked the tough questions it's the year i got married the year you got married what a momentous year that was i remember it like it was 2015 <laughs> anyway uh yiwan is also here yiwan ching right uh so yiwan you, you can't get out of this so yiwan's here yiwan you're working the information booth what is one of the most common questions that you're getting at the information booth here
8: can I get a copy of the hardware universe poster
0: these things are really important aren't they
8: yes yes so everyone is looking for one and they want to take it back to their home to their customers to their partners very popular
0: do you offer it in pdf format
8: yes it is in pdf
0: format as well where can we find that
8: people like to just glue it to the wall they like to touch
0: it and feel it but where can (laughs) we find the pdf if we wanted it
8: uh, it's a good question. I don't know.
0: Oh, this is oh, the pro- is. Okay. I am at the information booth, aren't I?
8: Somewhere on netapp.com.
0: Somewhere on netapp.com. That booth seventy-four in the NetApp Pavilion, will be hop Oh, they don't number the booths. I'm, oh, they they do, and I can't read. Obviously, <laughs> my goodness, they do number the booths. Like, they don't number the booths. Who would do that? I know, crazy. All right. So, what's been your favorite part about the event, Katie? My favorite part, I love seeing all the teams come together. So, I mean, we do events throughout the year and we work with individual teams a lot, but it's nice to see everybody in one place um, and just seeing see everyone so excited about the new stuff. And we've got a ton of questions after the keynote this morning about
10: um, OCI, the new ONTAP features, everything like that.
0: All right, and Ywan, your favorite part?
8: Um, I guess because we're here getting to talk to the customers So, when they come here and said, Oh, I can't wait for this new product to be available, I want to have it with me. So, that's been really cool. All
0: right, thank you for telling me all about NetApp Insight. The information booth did not fail to deliver. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I was testing you, that was a test. All right, we're going to wrap it up now. Walking around the booth, I got another uh, interview to go do, so thanks for listening. So there you have it, net up Insight from the ground. See you in Barcelona.
8: To have some fun or pass a quiz, just follow this computer whiz. Screw the computer
4: and Mr. Chips. They got the answers at the fingertips.